fellow brothers and sisters. So I wanted to continue the uh, Heroes of the Faith series. This will be part three. And we will, on this one here, I will do the reading. And this is from Martyr's Mirror. And this is the uh, on the uh, disciple Stephen. And I just wanted to make uh, you know a few um, you know just a few notes here, if you will, uh, before I actually read. But the um, one thing I, this is one of my favorite uh, you know readings in in the in the, uh, the the New Testament. And you know for Stephen, and I mentioned before on other other uh, podcasts here that you know um, you know the the real. Um, you know, honor of the fact that Messiah was was standing at the right hand of the Father, you know, as he looked up and behold, in the just the fact that he not only opened Stephen's eyes to be able to to see this and, and to witness to it, to what he saw, and um, but just the the you know the honor of him uh, standing for him, and something else I've realized in in you know, pondering this is that not only is, you know, this, you know, not only is it a great, you know, honor unto Stephen, but also I realized that Stephen was the, he was the first disciple after, you know, I mean, obviously after Christ, he was the first disciple that, that uh, was martyred for the faith, okay, and stuff. So um, it makes sense uh, just you know, timeline-wise and historically-wise, that this was done and recorded uh, as an example to the church. Okay, uh, in a, in kind of an op- opposite, um, you know, reason of you know, kind of like when in the Book of Acts, uh, where uh, Ananias and Sapphira lied to uh, Peter. And they fell, you know, they fell down as dead, and were buried, uh, and you know, with the basically, a, a you know, a, a negative consequence of lying, lying to the Holy Spirit, lying to to God. And you know, and and it says there that you know the f- fear fell upon the church. Well, and here we kind of have the opposite uh, deal of, you know, showing. A great honor of of Messiah standing at the right hand of the Father, and him his eyes being open to see this, you know, at you know uh, leading you know, at his death here at his stoning. And so it uh, it makes sense that you know he's the first one, um, you know, first disciple to follow through in the faith. Okay, to be an overcomer, and he witnessed to the Pharisees and stuff. Uh, there, uh, leading to his stoning, and you know, so all the way to death, and uh, he received an honor, you know, um, a great honor. And so, uh, this is a lesson for all believers, uh, you know, from Stephen on, um, you know, and in particular at that time, it was, would have been a, a, a very, you know, rewarding and encouraging message to the other believers in the community as well and it should be for us even today so and then also another historical uh, thing you know key point here is is that the you know the feet of the eventual you know basically Saul that becomes the apostle uh, Paul uh, so at his feet at the stoning of Stephen 
uh, would become what you know really the greatest apostle to the Gentiles uh, that, that we've ever had for the faith. So, uh, so a lot of key historical things here uh, around the, the you know the martyrdom of, of Stephen. Okay, so I just wanted to point that out, and uh, then we'll go into the reading. The Martyr's Mirror. Uh, this starts at the end of page seventy and kind of goes through a little bit of seventy-two. It's not too long. And uh, so I'll read on here. Uh, Stephen, one of the seven deacons of the church at, at Jerusalem, stoned without the gate of the city by the Libertines, A.D. 34, shortly after the death of Christ. Stephen, which is in Greek signifies a crown, was one of the seven deacons of the church at Jerusalem, a man full of faith and the wisdom of God. He was well-versed in the Holy Scriptures of the Old Testament and very eloquent. It happened that there arose certain of the sect of the uh, Libertines, uh, Crenians, uh, Alexandrians, and of them of uh, Cilicia and Asia, and uh, disputed with Stephen, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Uh, Then they... Uh, suborned a few men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and set up false witnesses to say, This man uh, ceased not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For he for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered us. And all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. Then said the high priest to him, Are these things so? Thereupon this God-fearing man explained himself and answered with many reasons. He moreover adduced, as if with a heavenly tongue, and with uh, incontrovertible reasons, many scriptures of the Old Testament to show that Christ is the true Messiah, and that the gospel is true. But when he began to speak with great warmth, and to set before the eyes of his accusers their bloodthirstiness, their wrath was kindled the more against him. For these things cut them to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stomped their their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid there down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. In the meantime, he called and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Such was the end of this upright man, Stephen, to whom the honor of Jesus Christ was dearer than his own life. It is stated to have taken place in the in the year 34 after the birth of Christ, in the 19th year of the reign of Tiberius, which was the 38th year of his age. 
It happened in the seventh year after the baptism of Christ. This having occurred, some God-fearing men attended to the body and carried it to the grave, greatly lamenting this pious martyr. The stones were to him as rivers of sweetness. The end.